expect spillage. So we're fully expecting <laughs> spillage. Uh, we actually got a compliment on that. John Joins actually said that he was listening to the show, and he actually laughed out loud when Brian used the term expect spillage based on your sexiness, Warren. So... Congratulations, man! You got a, You've had a great week so far, huh? I, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, despite your, your despite <laughs> despite your mic issues, you man, everything else is just kind of yeah. humming for you right now. That's true. Well, well, let's make sure it's microphone issues. Not another wrong with my mic. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's microphone issues. That's what we're talking about. We all we all have we all have microphone issues from time to time, Warren. It's just just it's okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll own it. I'll own up to it. And I have a feeling we're gonna have a really great show today because Brian did not get any fucking sleep. So I am so happy that he has not gotten any sleep. That means we're gonna be awesome today, right, Brian? So my tortured soul brings you cheer. <laughs> Enjoy. Yes, yes, because you're on your game for some reason, man. I get no, it, you're, dude. Your superpower is—you need to be tired in order to be good. That's that's it, dude. My superpower is fatigue. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, come yes. On. That's your dichotomy, oh, that's a man. Useless superpower, that's right? right here. Yes, but we that's have to lose dichotomy. <laughs> I better win this thing. <laughs> fatigue, man. That's, that's yeah, fatigue, that's right. man. Oh, right. his superpowers become amplified if he's fatigued. So right. we're gonna have a oh, great man. show today. Because of it, right, Brian? Oh my gosh! Well, it's going to be a show. I don't know about great. You know, we'll see how it happens. But of course, we're <laughs> going to have a lot of fun, regardless of what's going on. Gentlemen, are we ready? I, I'm always, always ready, ready, man. Always ready. <laughs> All right, then let's kick those tires, light those fires, and smack that ass. Let's get it going. Woo! 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 Woo. Oh shit! <laughs> I gotta play that again. <laughs> I forgot I had my, my, my levels were down. I'm sorry. Here we go. Tony, give me the boom. Boom. <laughs> Welcome to the con. Oh, my gosh. So it's been no secret. I went to Comic-Con for the past couple days, and, boys, I've got some notes. I don't know if we want to get all in deep with all nitty-gritty, but first, before we get on to my Comic-Con list, gentlemen, how's your week going? Oh, it's going all right, man. All right. It's Anybody. It's all good. I mean, Oren's having the great week. We got a lot of <laughs> listener feedback this week on Oren, man. It was very Oren-centric. We got another compliment about Oren and his bug facts from Mara, one of our, like I said, longtime listeners. And she she actually had some things to say about how she loves Oren's bug, back, bug, bug facts so much. She found <laughs> out that she didn't know that termites fly. And because of this information, she now knows that her, her neighbor... His house is infested with termites. So she now <laughs> knows that because of Oren's bugaboo fact of the week, Oren. She said she loves your bug big bug facts. God, man, I want to say, I'm, man, I'm tripping over my words this morning already. My, my you sound facts. like me. I know. I know. I'm sounding like, <laughs> I'm sounding like uh, yeah, Brian. Jeez. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yes. There, but for me, nothing really to report. Uh, a lot of uh, catching up on uh, films and things like that. What? 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 No, 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 no. There is a major development that happened with you, and I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. What's that major development? That plant behind you is now alive. Either it's a new plant or Sarah came and <laughs> saved it. Which one was it? 
Um, it's a new plant. <laughs> it's a new plant. Oh, okay. I got okay. a new plant. Okay. Tony. Well, apparently, this is a pothos. What I just found out is it is a pothos, and supposedly, I just need to talk to it and water it. So you uh, talk it, a lot. How's talking yeah, to I know. it going to be? An Hi, issue. pothos. Hi, pothos. You're such a good pothos. Let's keep you alive, okay? We're gonna we're gonna check in with you every single week, and we're gonna find out how you're doing, okay? So. All right, thank you for joining the show. Okay, <laughs> yes. Oh, my oh, 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 wow, the Pothos is speaking to me. Pothos, you, how are Tony. you? Oh, Go ahead and mark you? this, Wayne, for some oh, editing you. cut down. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so. no, Sarah, uh, I, I needed a plant because the other one actually died. It had, it had, I went and checked on it today and it had mold in it. So I was like, oh, it needs to. It needs to. <laughs> so, Tony, tell me, Mr. Pothos, how did you come up with that name? Uh, because he's a Paso, a Pothos. Oh, that's what Sarah said. So, yes, yes. So he's Mr. Pothos. Uh, <laughs> I thought for not? some weird reason because he's in like the pot and, uh, you know. No, so. he's got Bucky's. I, I, he's in a Bucky's pot and he's Mr. Pothos. Let's check in with him. Hey, hey, Mr. Pothos. Yes. <laughs> How are you today, Mr. Pothos? I'm feeling good, Tony. Oh, great. Oh, you like Bucky? You like Bucky? Oh, you like the Bucky's bucket? Yes, it's very comfortable. Oh, that's great. Did you like the water that I gave you? The water? Did, did you give it water? Did Sarah give it water? I, no, I gave it water. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Pothos, I gave you water this morning. Anyway. The water was very refreshing. Oh, great. All right. Thank you. Well, see, that's our check of the week right there. Mr. Pothos is now a brand new character on the show. Wayne, what do you think of Mr. Pothos? <laughs> Should we keep him or should we not? <laughs> I look forward to editing this. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Brian? I, I say thumbs up on Mr. Pothos. I say I look forward to Wayne editing this too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's my week. I, yeah, Brian. So the, the plant is brand new. The other one had mold in it, and I had to get rid of it. So, but anyway, I have one. I have one update. No, to just kind of throw out there real quick before yeah, uh, uh, we have our going to Comic Con stuff. So I'm a YouTube. Whore. You know, I watch things ad nauseum on YouTube and to, to, uh, to all these different channels. And one channel I watch is a, uh, actually a watch channel. So I like to learn about watches, mechanicals, all that good stuff. Fascinates me. Anyways, fast forward, uh, watching one of his episodes, he, he had a giveaway. And guess all you had to do was be a subscriber, comment, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? I got picked to win a watch. What? what? what Are you watch freaking kidding me? That's really? Awesome. What kind of watch? Yeah. So it's called the Signum uh, Cuda, and it's a, basically it's like a micro brand that's out there. Um, it's a dive style watch. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, but uh, that being said, it's a it's a, it's like a dive. So it has a you know rotating bezel. It's made out of titanium. It has like three two hundred water uh, feet of water resistance, and it also has a full loom dial. So the dial itself was meant to be like pretty much almost glow in the dark, visible at night. That's so cool. And, and basically, this thing is uh, will it's on sale right now for three hundred fifty dollars. Oh my gosh! Wow, dude, yeah. that's amazing. Are you going to show it to us or what? Yeah, let's see here. Let me see if we can pull this bad boy up. Let me hear. What's the name of the channel, man? Uh, just one more watch. Just one more watch. So it's clever. The guy, the, yeah, the guy uh, is a uh, uh, he's lives in Australia, but he's uh, actually Scottish in uh, his background, and uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, he has a, he always kind of has a wear these kind of cool pop culture t-shirts every at the beginning of every show. So uh, I kind of I dig his channel. So let me see if we can find this here. While you're looking for that image, can I just um, share with the, the the fans an observation? 
Oh wait. Oh my gosh! Wayne's showing us the image wow. right now. It is there is a, a an image of the watch. It's very classy, and there's one like it looks like in daylight, and then one where it looks like it's uh, all dark and all lit up, backlit with LEDs. And yeah, no, it's just that's just a loom, so it's kind of a special tapete that absorbs light. Oh and wow! Then just, and then it basically, you know how like your old like watches where it will just absorb light on yeah. the, like maybe just on the markers, but it's the whole dial. So this is probably will stay pretty illuminated. After hours, so it's just kind of neat. That is so cool. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Congratulations, man. You're back to your winning yeah. ways, dude. Back, bringing it back. Bringing yeah, it back. I know, totally. Yeah. So Wayne so, also shared with us an image of his new editing setup, his little at-home workstation where he – if if I just want to paint an image for you guys. If you were to look at my setup, it would probably look like, like – um, like old time NASA shuttle pictures. And then you look at Wayne's setup and it's like brand new SpaceX. <laughs> you know, yeah, it stuff, really is. Right. It is, you know, he's got multiple sc- screens. It is like a full on command center. It is so impressive. It's, uh, Man, I, I well, don't know. Well, I appreciate the, the kind words there, Brian, but you know me. I like to tinker. So like, like yeah. how many more I could add into this me- this crazy mess? Not sure it makes me more productive, but it just looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it does look cool. And yeah, you're the most productive person on the show. So whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Well, before we get to Comic-Con, I, I see there's something specific in our show notes <laughs> that you have to want to share with us. Yeah, yes. you know, it. I have a complaint, and I don't know <laughs> if we have an HR department for this show, but I need to bring up Not yet. Uh, a grievance that I have on the three of you. And it's kind of – I don't want to use the H word, but it's borderline harassment. And <laughs> it, it's – see, you know, it's that kind of talk, Orin, that does not make me feel like this is a safe place. But anyway, the complaint that I have is how many text messages is too many? You know, <laughs> you guys are so awful at this. I mean, awful being like, like, do we really need to like and heart everybody's comment? You know, and it's the three of you. So it's one comment times three. By far, I've made it very w- you know the show has made it well known that I text this group the least out of the out of the four of us. Is that a, agreed? Yes, it is. But that, that is the truth. But this text thread is valuable for like show notes and what's going on. But there's you know all kinds of just other stuff thrown in here, which is nice. It's just all the thumbs up hearts. Gifts, emojis, and then laughing at the gifts, Th- and then laughing right. at the emojis. You know what? Then, you're right. Well, hold on, we hold are on, doing it. On. We are doing it. Okay, go hold ahead. Hold on. This is this is my you. You get a chance to talk to HR in a minute because <laughs> I'm sure they're going to want to interview you <laughs> while you're harassing me. But you know, my question is: Does every single text need a response? And I would say no. Absolutely not. I've read it. Maybe I chuckled, but do I have to let you know that I laughed? Do I have to let you know that it that it made me smile by giving you the thumbs up? And then on your side, do you have to heart the thumbs up? You know, like you know, we've already established too that 
Based on my mental condition, I hate seeing those little red circle dots above these things. And I'll maybe turn off my phone for a or walk away from it. <laughs> and I'll come back to like 45. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> anyway, I'm just I'm getting texts now by the guys <laughs> as I'm saying all this. But it just drives me crazy. And most of the stuff, I'd say about 90% of the stuff. Just I just don't reply to because there's no need. I don't want to contribute to the madness, and it just drives me crazy. I'll come, I'll, I'll walk out of the room, come back into the room, and my daughter's all like, "I think your phone's ringing." No, no, it's not <laughs> ringing. It's text messages. You know, the guys are laughing at each other's gifts or whatever, and somehow I'm involved. <laughs> and uh, so well, there well, we, we go. We are listening to you, Brian, by, by and we're responding in kind. You know? <laughs> yes, by sending me more text messages. <laughs> I'm gonna start I keeping a tally. This is so. This is what we need to understand. <laughs> this is what you need to understand, Brian. You know what we use this text group for? It's also it's for the show. It's Obviously, the we show. talked about earlier. I, I mentioned something that we were going to talk about on the air, and you basically said, "Well, I I, I, I didn't I didn't know that." Well, because if you would have checked your text messages, of well, texts. then you should read all of them. No. But what I'm trying to get at is there is this thing called team building. There's this thing that you want to be a part of a team. Dude, you we are signed a up podcast for this. for over yeah, 100 no. episodes together. That's this is right. a team. That's okay. right. This is a, no, this is a team. This is the team building. This is what you need to kind of start getting in that groove, getting to know your 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 fellow uh, con men. And you need to. You I just looked at the images you sent me. Yes, you're right. So <laughs> you like it? I did. I just liked it. So this is this is how we <laughs> this is how we get together and this is how we build our team. Through absurdity, through fun, through oh laughing, my God. It's through, too be, much. through emoting with each other. It's I not hate too much. Text if messages. it's too much, then maybe you need to, call me. to, to, to think me. about don't call you. Why? Because I hate text you? messages. Text. Everything you could say, you could say over a phone call and then then it's done. No, then it's you, done. No, it's it's again. This is a team building thing. Uh, if you don't want to be on it, remove I need yourself. to speak to an HR professional, not Tony. Yeah, I'm just telling you. <laughs> Based on the pictures I just sent you, I'd be in very, very big trouble. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Anyway, that's that's the whole point of it, Brian. I, it's not oh, to it's irritate you or bug you, I, and, but it's it's just let me fun. Just tell you. And we do this wordle thing because again, uh, which Warren has been on a streak. Warren, I know you have. You stopped like six months ago at this game, and I'm not taking exactly. anything away from Oren and his greatness. You know, on on wordle <laughs> and everything like that. I'm just done with it. It has nothing to do with Oren being. Awesome at this game. Well, then game. you don't want to be on I'm, the team. That's no, fine. That's, stop it right there. That's fine. The Wordle and the podcast are two different things. Then remove They're yourself from things. the text message streams. <laughs> we don't even then talk about Wordle anymore on the show. It's just They're that two easy. different things. Remove yourself then. from the text that's all messages. You have to do. That's yes. Just start you your own that. Wordle group and leave me off of it. <laughs> It's called building a team. Oh, goodness. So there you go. This is how we connect. We only talk maybe I, what? How, how many times during the week? Once. We have a production meeting it, that's it, usually more. about a half hour. Yeah. Sometimes more. Okay. We, we have a schedule. And then production we have the show that we usually do, and that's about right. two or three hours that we spend with each other. Right. So, again. That's great. I, that's I plenty. Like, <laughs> I, love, I love connecting with you guys through text message. <laughs> so then, again, take yourself off, Brian. I need the text messages for the show notes and uh, ideas on the show. 
and stuff. But you know, I was while I was waiting for one of the panels at Comic Con, just for funsies, I was just kind of I started for last Sunday, and just started going through the text messages, just started counting them up on on who texts the most, how many are there, and you know what? I stopped. I stopped because before I got to Tuesday, we were already like at three hundred something. <laughs> and and I was counting all the little thumbs Amen. up and the hearts and the and the gifts and Tony by far you and Oren text the most out of this Damn group. Right. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's right. We're connected, man. You know, We're connected. And you guys just you guys love everything each other says. You guys love That's you right. guys like everything, and it's there on text message evidence that you That's like right. everything. There you go. There's like I'm gonna send something and I need validation that I saw it. <laughs> and it is just and every time that little finger hits that button, it sends it to my phone. And I'm just like, oh well, you know, like <laughs> just come on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, HR has received your message. Yeah, and we'll loud and clear. We'll look into it. Right. Yes, yeah, right. we'll look into it. We'll, we'll we'll review it and we will let you know what the findings are next week. But uh, I think by I, I think by the the text messages that you've just received yep. in the amount since you brought this up, that kind of tells you where we're at with it. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Thank you for the HR complaint. It's been heard. Your, your voice has been heard, and we will take care of it from there. <laughs> anyway, Brian, I know this is a big week for you. You had, uh, uh, again, you have been on vacation. Uh, you got a lot of rest, and but the past few days, you've been very hectic, and I can't wait for this. I've been waiting for it all week. We have now come to, to uh, Brian's Comic-Con report. He went down to San Diego on Friday and Saturday to visit the one and only San Diego Comic-Con. Brian, why don't you start telling us a little bit about your journey and how it went and all of that good stuff? Oh, my gosh. It's it's kind of surreal. I um, it, It's kind of a whirlwind. Sorry for every, everybody. You know, like I literally got back uh, last night and um, didn't get a whole lot of sleep because that's how Comic-Con life goes, right? You just don't sleep. It's just constantly right. going, I going, 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 going. And I'll just start off by saying it was nice to be back in you know downtown san diego it's uh the atmosphere was electric it was you know it's like the super bowl for for nerddom right for for geekdom for for whatever fandom that you want to be a part of or multiple fandoms this is where to go this is if you like anything with gaming and uh comics and pop culture and everything this is this is the place to be and the and you felt the excitement and it was pretty cool um, <clears throat> obviously, uh, I went there with my wife and kids, my kids, uh, cosplayed, which, uh, uh, they did great. A lot of, uh, people wanted to take their, their pictures, their costumes were awesome. I think they're on a couple of, uh, Comic-Con site, um, cosplay pictures, uh, um, of seeing them. Um, but let me tell you, it just, it was back in spirit, but it wasn't as exciting as it has been in the past. It almost felt like it was slapped together with some common known things. And um, the studios weren't there as much as they were there um, in years past. And like I said, I don't know if it's just I don't because- know, though. The stuff that I saw online last night, I mean, it was, there was some pretty huge stuff that happened yesterday in Hall H. I mean, uh, compared to... It's not compared to... 
say previous years, but I don't know. It seemed like it was back. Well, it let me like let me give you some ex- some examples. So just work, walking the expo floor, you know, not the panels, the expo floor, the big selling uh, pavilion uh, that uh, that um, a lot of these uh, you know companies like to put up booths for, yeah. where you can either meet artists or um, buy exclusive merchandise and yes, do exclusives. all kinds of stuff. DC wasn't there. Usually that's around the center of the expo. Dude, floor. and they usually have the biggest, right. like one of the biggest booths, like within Comic-Con itself. Not there. It was not, not there? Not even on the map. It wasn't Holy there. DC cow. was not there, which was a disappointment because, you know, my wife and I, for we've, we've gone to Comic-Con for several years. If we ever should get separated and our phones don't work, we always make the DC booth our, like if we can't get a hold of each other, We'll meet each other at the DC booth. Oh my like, god! Like so that sounds like a disaster. That's no, that's like that, a that's a Brian disaster on a humongous level because he wants to organize every single right, aspect. Right. So far, we and can't now get each the other. DC booth is now right. So where was where did you, where was your repeat? Where I mean, where was your uh, booth this year? No, no. If we were gone, then we're just gone forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Into the separated Comic Con. <laughs> oh man. You know, the Marvel booth was disappointing. It was basically just a bunch of Marvel walls with um, costume pieces from uh, from from movies. A lot of the movies that we had already seen, a lot of the Disney Plus movies. So that was kind of a letdown. Um, the one panel that the family and I wanted to go see together as a family was uh, the Bob's Burger panel. Which oh yeah, you know, we love the show. We we went and saw yep. the movie. Couldn't wait to go see it. We find out um, a few hours beforehand, for some unknown reason, the panel's been canceled. <laughs> so, you know, we were kind oh of planning our yeah. day around it, you know, yeah, like not, that, not yes. going to other things just to go yeah. see this as a family. So, like, you know, because, you know, you have to plan and you have to be organized to be efficient at Comic-Con where, okay, if I'm going to see this uh, this yeah. panel, you have to plan it I all have out. to go like an hour beforehand to get in the line yep. to get, you know, to secure your spot inside there. So we we planned a day of, you know, okay, you know, like you had to make some choices here. Are we going to see this one or that one? And based on what we wanted to see as a family, it got canceled. So that was a little disappointing. I don't necessarily blame Comic-Con for that. I don't know why it was uh, canceled, but, you know, uh, hopefully... Uh, it was okay. Uh, everybody's okay. Um, the uh, the the screening check was kind of a joke, you know. And maybe it's because I work for a company that that created like the safety bubble, you know. So I kind of have expected something like that. You go to uh, a, a nearby hotel, and you show your proof of vaccination or your proof of a negative uh, COVID test. Uh, within a certain timeline, and then you're given a, a wristband, you know, a wristband that's you know that says, "Hey, you've passed our screening requirements." So you need that wristband and your badge uh, to get into Comic Con. <laughs> so ridiculous, right? So okay, so ridiculous. So I leave the the hotels with uh, with our with our wristbands on because we've passed everything, and then but there's no safety bubble. So now I'm mingling amongst. Everybody else from the city, from the world, from everybody else that's not in this bubble. So who knows? You know, you know, I, you know, I know. That well, yeah, they why were would too- you have? Why would you go through the trouble of having all of this right, shit to be released if, back if, into the wild? Yes, know? to be released back into the wild. Uh, and if anybody has ever been down to San Diego 
downtown right. during Comic Con. It is uh, it is chaotic. It is busy. There is, I mean, it, the whole city is alive yes. during that time. There are and thousands you, of you can't people. keep, t- uh, yeah, hundreds of thousands right. of people, and it is just incredible. So how this is the thing when you told me that you had to have all of this 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 documentation mm-hmm. in order to get into the uh, Comic Con. Right. I was like, that, how is that even going to be possible? And then they got a ballpark right across the street. Right. I mean, they've just got all of this stuff that is going on, and I just didn't know how they were going to keep that up. And it sounds like they didn't do any of it. So you did have to show your 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 bracelet and your badge to get into the main convention center. Yeah, that was the only part that was required. But leading up to it and doing all the stuff in the downtown areas and around the outside Comic Con area, there's a lot of uh, uh, fan interaction activities to do that anybody can do, regardless of uh, vaccination status and stuff. Anybody it seems like could just walk up and do whatever they wanted. <laughs> um, but to actually get into the convention center or any of the panels, you know, I, there were. Uh, a lot of people in security T-shirts looking for bracelets. Um, so on top of the bracelets and the badges, you have to you had to wear a mask the whole time while you're there, regardless of vaccination <laughs> status, which is fine. Which made me think about something because everybody inside the building, it, you're you're asked to nuts with everybody, you know, and you're just yes. you're doing the Comic Con zombie shuffle through things because you can't actually walk. You know, uh, take a normal stride because no. there's just no space around. And the amount of fart that I walked through, <laughs> you know, was just disgusting sounds, to me. Dude, it was you there know? BO too? Because there's always BO with farts. Yeah. Right. So, so you got BO so and fart. I am Yay! now questioning the science behind the mask. <laughs> I've never questioned the mask before. I understand the mask, you know, um, uh, protecting us versus COVID. But if I could smell fart through the mask, couldn't it? <laughs> COVID come through? Yeah, yeah. You know, it could totally through, come through. I'm I mean, sure, like, yes. just piggybacking on a fart particle <laughs> and then entering my nose. You know, and it's just like, so I'm a little bit worried. And I hope I don't get something that I have, you know, I should coin the frame, you know, Comic-Con COVID. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I hope there's a test out there to tell me that I don't have it. But, you know, hopefully I don't. It's just as you're doing that zombie shuffle through the ass to nuts with everybody else, just, you know, there is no such thing as social distancing there. You're shoulder to shoulder with everybody just walking through fart. Is it, and then also on the floor, was there, was this, did this also happen? I'm sure it did. Was there this, what line are you in? What line are you in? Oh my what God. line are you in? Okay, what sorry. line are you in? <laughs> All the oh lines are so, so cluster fucked over there that you're just like, you have to constantly ask, what line is this? Are you in this line? Are you in that line? <laughs> Did that happen? Yes, but but it, 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 they've oh, upped it. the, up the frustration. Kind of they've upped the oh, frustration. Really? And Why? let me tell how you come? how. Because now these booths are so lame. You know, um, really? And I'll give you an example. A lot of these booths, you just can't go in there and shop, right? You can't walk around to see what kind of merchandise they have. You have to scan a QR code. And on that QR yeah. code, you have it, it, it tells you if you know you can see what items are that that, that booth is selling um, from your phone. So then to purchase that item, you have to click on that item and then go stand in the line. Now, that line is not next to the booth. So if you walk into the booth mistakenly... <laughs> You're going to get swarmed by a bunch of people saying, um, you're not supposed to be in here. You have to go wait in the line. So you're looking around the booth and you don't see a fucking line. Well, where's the line? 
Oh, it's back along the 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 <laughs> lobby wall, and you have to be yeah. escorted over. I'm and I'm thinking to myself, uh, escorted over. Yes. And so it's like even further than it used yes. to be. It's like so. So it's not even visible from the booth. You know. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how the fuck are you supposed to know this? <laughs> you know. And then you know. So. You know, I'm talking so, to somebody who's God, working. I, I, I'm talking you know to somebody though, was, outside the booth who yeah. works for the booth, and as and they're explaining to me where the line is, and it's it's they're pointing down a, a sea of people, a row of sea of people, and then you have to make a left. So it's not even visible from the booth. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, who the fuck came up with this? This is ridiculous. And then they're like, but everything that we 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 allow the the QR codes to go up. Um, and everything was sold out in in like like twenty minutes. Yeah, and, everything, man. All the exclusives asked, that I wanted, there I knew. Right. I was just like, I I wasn't even gonna ask you. I was gonna. I, I flirted with the idea of going. Hey, right. maybe Brian could pick me up something. But I'm like, there's no way he's gonna get so, any of the shit. All, any of the exclusives, Brian is not gonna get because it's gonna be so packed. So of course, my natural question was, well, if everything is sold out. Why do you have a line? <laughs> it's right? for the next thing, Brian. And it's would, for the next thing that they're the going to be selling. Looked at me like, like, like. Well, that's a dumb thing to ask. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> if you're not letting people in because everything is sold out, then what are the po- what's the point of the line? Well, those are the people that are in line to purchase the item that they selected, so that that's the money line. That's what it was. What a pain in the ass. What <laughs> you know, like you know, I have no patience for that at all. It's just the. It's so so, it's so, so somebody that is very OCD and very uh, controlling of your environment. This yeah. just sounds like you had a you had a straight up picnic, man. It sounds like <laughs> it was just right up your alley. You oh, had so man. much fun that you loved it. Oh. Me, on the other hand, I would love the chaos because that's kind of how I am. I like the chaos, and I do miss the farts. I do miss the body <laughs> odor. I do miss the ass to nuts. <laughs> but you know what? I don't miss the standing in line for like panels, like hours beforehand like i saw on wednesday night people were lining up for hall h on saturday they were doing this on wednesday night they weren't even going to go to the floor or do any of that fun stuff so i i have a funny story about that because i went specifically over uh, to hall h to find this line that you know you're not supposed comic-con stance is that you're not supposed to wait overnight for for, for panels right <laughs> good luck with that right exactly so you know, you look at the Hall H line and it looks empty. But then you cross the street over by the uh, Hilton Bayside, and there are people wrapped around that island, you know, <laughs> waiting for Saturday morning's uh, Hall H panels, which, mind you, did started you Wednesday night. I did. I did oh, take pictures. Yes, yes, um, yes. I got to see. And those. I was talking to my wife, just flirting with the idea, not that I'd ever do it because I value my life. I'm like, what if I should just. Set up a lawn chair right at the front of the line in front of the first person (laughs) and have them ask me what I'm doing. And I'm just just here standing because this isn't supposed to be a line. You know, I'm just just here. I just want to relax. It was just a joke. You would have the the geekdom all over your ass, dude. I'd be dead. Like I said, I value my life. But you know what? The funny thing is they're they're non-confrontational, but they're confrontational at the same time. They'd be like... Can you fucking? Bl- this is this is how it would go down, you Brian. Know, this is how you would you would pull up the seat, and then all of a sudden, these people are going to be like, 
get a load of this fucking guy. What the fuck is he doing? They would talk He's about right. it for 20 minutes before somebody yes, exactly. would say something No, to me. it would go on for an hour, dude, before they say anything. Yeah, do you want to talk to that guy? No, no, no. He looks scary. He looks like a big security manager. No, maybe we should have it. Should you talk to him? No, no. Trust but me, I do not look up. scary. This is a... This, what is he doing here? He's interrupting you. Right. <laughs> it would just go on for good, an hour. Good luck getting anybody from the Comic-Con staff to, to step in. <laughs> Nobody this would. Is a, this is it an would unofficial be somebody line. Else. <laughs> yes, exactly. It is an unofficial line. But, man, you would just throw a wrench into their shit, man. Like, it was, it's nobody's business. But, uh, so, I mean, did you get to see any panels? Was there anything fun and exciting? I mean, there's a couple of things I want to talk about that were, was announced yesterday, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But, uh, yeah, anything that, uh, that you did get or, I mean, what were your success stories for Comic-Con? Yeah, um, it was more... Or uh, doing stuff with the for the for the kids, they did a lot of cosplay stuff. I I did a lot of things at Comic Con that I've never done before. Um, but as far as panel wise, I saw the Orville panel um, with Seth MacFarlane, which was oh yeah, um, that's coming to Hulu. Pretty, yep, yep, it's on Hulu yeah. now. And um, I saw the uh, Mythic Quest um, panel for season three, uh, which is uh, with uh, Rob McElhaney. Oh, was uh, Rob McElhaney yep, there? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, that was a great panel, too. And then um, uh, I took my son to see the, I think it's the 20th anniversary panel of Naruto. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, anime? So, yeah, yeah, he's he's really into that. So, yeah, I did a lot of things with the kids. Um, it was it was fun for me. And going to these panels was kind of nice because I, it gave me an opportunity to actually sit down um, in an air conditioned room and start going through all these fucking text messages um, that uh, um, that have been building up um, and uh, some and, and catch up on some some trailers that Comic Con has released yeah. you know since uh, since uh, um, opening. Well, I mean, it sounds so. It sounds like it was a it was overall a successful story then. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I did something for the first time. I, I, I quickly made mention of it. Uh, I played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. My kids really wanted oh, to play. Oh, awesome! They, okay, they saw the uh, the game on Stranger Things. Yeah, and we found sh- shockingly, of course, you'd find this, but um, a gaming room where somebody there they were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and um, there was uh, uh, somebody who worked there who ran through a two and a half hour game with us and taught oh, us how great. to play Dungeons and Dragons. And the kids, right, so were you hooked? Um, you know, it's. I, I like it with the kids. It was fun. It was it was better than I thought it would be. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of fun, but seeing how inch, how how into it they were made me appreciate it even more. And Sweet. if they want to start dabbling into that, um, I'll, I'll support that. We'll, we'll play along. I kind of wanted to be the dungeon master. You know, just yeah. read the story and kind of do the voices and everything. Because to me, that that seemed like that's who I want to be. I don't want to yeah, be the, the player. I want to be yeah. the dungeon master. I want to yeah, I want to totally. make this a whole show and a production. Yeah. And uh, to me, and, that was and with cool. Your, and with your with your analytics and your your like, uh, right. I wanted to control anal attentiveness. <laughs> you, yes, exactly. That is like right. that is your thing, dude. That's your bread and butter. Maybe you should start looking into that right man, and really right. kind of being successful with <laughs> like that. i didn't want to roll the dice or anything like i wanted to be the dungeon master yeah yeah you wanted to be the guy running the show right of course but you know i i have to i have to basically uh, apologize to brian up front here uh before we get into the whole comic-con stuff uh last week we had talked briefly about the mcu and the status of 
the MCU. <laughs> and Brian actually was correct. Brian says, you just need, you don't know where this is going, but uh, there's a reason behind all of this. And yesterday it was announced that, yes, in fact, this is, uh, this is all part of a grand scheme for the MCU. What? And yes, yes, it's all working out. They're calling this the multiverse saga. And honestly, I want to call it <laughs> the, dark the, mul- <laughs> no, the multiverse sag. Because it is saggy. It is so saggy. It's like, it's just like, it's like, you know, these, uh, it's like an old lady's boobs. That's how much it is sagging. <laughs> it is just like, it's, it's, it's life is just drawn. <laughs> out of it there's nothing perky about it anymore it's just sagging and just sad it's a sad state of affairs right now the mcu even though this is a grand scheme it is called the multiverse i'm gonna call it the multiverse sag because it is it is like a pair of old saggy boobs dude it is just hanging there and it's barely clinging on to life and you could tell there was like there was once a resemblance of of some kind of magical perkiness and some life in these things but you know it is so dead right now the multiverse is absolutely dead and uh but you are right you were right brian it I is part of a grand we scheme. established on the show that we were fans of all cat heads <laughs> yeah i am i am okay. i'm not saying right. that's, that's where to... you're not mis- you're missing i still enjoy it i still okay. like okay. looking at saggy all boobs right. all right i, I, I enjoy it to, like, like, but it's let's... just not you could just tell that there was once something great there do you get what i'm saying do you get, I understand I still your enjoy analogy them. i still I love it. i still love, i still love feeling them and 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 caressing them and and touching them but you know it's just but it's it's somewhat sad is that's all it is the multiverse sag is where i'm at with this whole thing and i looked at the uh the 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 phase five holy shit is just a hot piece of garbage the only thing that was worth any mention was the fact that daredevil is coming back and not only is it coming back but it is coming back with 18 episodes holy shit but i'm worried about that that doesn't mean quantity over quality that is just that's the one thing that i'm worried about and honestly i what? Go ahead. No, no. So I'm looking at phase five. You got the was it a wasp and um, Ant Man wasp was a Quantanian? What is Quantum, it? Quant- yeah, Quantumania. Quantum- yeah. Quantumania. Quantum- got Secret yeah. Invasion. We have Echo, mm-hmm. Guardians three, Loki season two. That's the two, only thing worth it. Yeah. The the Mar the Marvels, Blade, Iron Hearts, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, Daredevil, Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts. It, it sucks. But did you see that they also announced uh, Phase Six? Yep, so yes. they, they, they're kind of they're kind of glossing Wake me over up for Phase Six. At Phase Six, honestly, I read Secret Wars, and uh, it's dude, it's the Hunger Games. It's the fucking Hunger Games of the fucking MCU. I'm not even interested in that. Stop this it. whole thing. I'll is tell kind you why of, you should uh, be why? interested in that. Because why I should I be interested? Because in that okay. is where they merge Miles Morales and Peter Parker together in the same universe. Wait, how did that happen? Didn't that happen in '84? Uh, Secret Wars is from 1984 and '85. Oh no, it's the newer one. They, oh, okay. They've redone the story. One? Yeah, okay. they've redone they re- the story. They've okay. re- but anyway, it's just Hunger Games. I'm reading this stuff, and I'm like, I, I just don't care anymore. And even the the big announcement of like uh, Phase Six, I think that that's where D23 is going to be coming into play. I think they're going to now tell us what Phase Six is. I just want to skip over, quite frankly, Phase Five. It just the only thing that was worth mentioning was uh, a couple of things. Um, 
was the Guardians of the Galaxy. They showed a little bit of a, a, a trailer uh, preview, and uh, everybody was choked up during the the uh, the segment uh, because uh, they're according to James Gunn, a lot there's going to be a lot more death in this one than there was in in Infinity War. So I'm just like, that's scaring wow. me. Yes, exactly. I know. I know. That's where I'm kind of worried about this whole thing. And everybody on stage was very upset. I mean, not upset. They were just crying throughout it and saying, thank you, James, for making us a part of this. The trailer that they showed, uh, they used one of my favorite songs of all time. Do you realize by the flaming lips? And it's just, it was touching, but uh, that was the only highlight. And then the Wakanda forever, that is going to be the official end of phase four. So phase four and phase five are just kind of meh to me. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not even excited about phase six. Uh, so I'm not back in on the MCU. At Wait, this point. you're not phase six from what I, I, I didn't go to the panel, but um, things have leaked. They've, they've announced two Avengers films in phase six and yes. fantastic four. Yep. Yes. Yep, that is correct. You're not excited for that? I am. No, I'm not. Because you know why? I don't care about any of the characters in Phase 4 or 5. Not yet. Dude, Goodness. I don't care about any of them. I don't. Well, this the is only a broken thing record. This is- <laughs> I know it is a broken record. And there is nothing. That's the part of this that is disappointing to me, is that I wanted to be back on board, but I'm not. And and maybe D23 will turn me Daredevil. around. Daredevil. Did this- you see his costume? Red and yes. yellow? Red oh, and yellow. Actually, yes. Oh, my and the one thing, the one thing I did enjoy... Uh, She-Hulk, the Attorney at Law preview. This preview was better than the last one. Yeah, that's was. not saying much, but it was a lot better. I kind of was like, "Oh, all right, maybe I might enjoy this." But um, the Wakanda Forever trailer just blew me away. It was touching. It was heartfelt, um, and uh, I was, you know, I, I teared up a little bit in it. But uh, you know, what it's did all you good. tear up about? Uh, the fact that, uh, his mother was talking to, I guess it was the UN or whatever, uh, talking about how, uh, uh, you know, she has no more family and, uh, that, that really made me sad because, yeah. you know, of Chadwick and, but the, the good thing about it is the one thing, one of the things I really loved about Black Panther was the strong female characters and they're front and center in this. And that is what's making me so happy about it. Why are you laughing? Nothing. Continue. Predictable. Was it predictable? <laughs> no, <Okay. laughs> it was not. Predictable. So anyway, yes. But anyway, that was it. Um, you know, and uh, so you, you I'm know not. I'm my, not back on. My favorite part of that trailer was, which what? by the way, was a beautiful trailer. You know, um, the imagery and and stuff. Um, was the music behind it? It was so good, yeah. so the good. Woman, no cry. And yeah, and uh, I didn't catch to see uh, which artist. Um, performed it but um you know like i'll add that to my playlist i mean that is uh that was really that was really good um yeah the imagery was behind it or behind it i love some of the some of the stuff uh very there's a lot of ocean in this uh yeah in, in this trailer and, and they officially seen, announced that namor is the baddie in this did and, they um, officially announce it okay yeah uh because i was gonna say Yo, if they don't bring Namor into this, then I think they're missing a huge opportunity. Uh, but yeah. if I, I didn't catch that they announced it, so I'm glad to hear that. And then also, yep. um, in the trailer, we have somebody who looks like they could be Ironheart. Oh yeah, Kiki, right? Um, Are we, is that her name? Kiki, yeah. Well, you uh, see I'm her, a, you know, kind of, you know, cutting out the symbol out of iron, you know, yeah. um, for uh, for her 
don't and we know Ironheart's going to be part of Phase Five. So right. I mean, you know, there's there's things in there, but overall, I mean, what were your impressions, Wayne? Did you like it? Uh, did you like any announcements, Orin? What would what do you think? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm I'm in a wait and see mode right now. Wait and yeah. see. Uh, like I, I kind of like that they finally released a, a like a map roadmap for everything. Yes, yeah. Uh, so that, I do that at too. least gives me <laughs> it kind of gives me a little more comfort because felt like we were not sure what direction they were going. Like we talked about last week. Now it's like okay, at least there's a plan. Hopefully they can execute it. Yeah. And Orin, what do you think about it? I'm well, like Wayne. Wait and see. I don't really have anything different than um, what you guys already said. Yeah, it is what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, you we'll know, see it how it goes. Spectacular, but yet it looks entertaining. So, yeah. Tony, I didn't catch this at, at mm-hmm. Comic Con. Did they say who was directing Secret Wars? No, that wasn't um, that wasn't announced. Okay. Uh, at least I didn't see anything that was announced on it. Uh, just Kevin Feige kind of came up and talked about it, and that was about it. I see online uh, online that you know, and again, this is all internet, so you know, take that for yeah. whatever it is, but. Uh, rumor has it that that the Russo brothers were interested in that project, and I was just wondering if there's any kind of validation behind that. That would be if, if there was. If there was, then I, they're they're the only ones I trust at this point with the right. UFC. Uh, him and John Watts actually. I, yeah. John Watts is another person that I, I trust implicitly uh, with with the MCU at this point. So apparently, Kevin Feige said the Russo brothers are not connected to those adventure films. They're not. Oh, oh. that's disappointing. Yeah. Oh, well, damn it. Anyhow. Um, so I'm just going to make my, my, I have one huge gripe real quick and I'm just going to make it quick. Uh, there, they also announced a gremlins secret of Mogwai series that I guess is going to be on HBO max at some point. I just want to say why. Why why do we need this? Why do we need this? The beauty of the Mogwai is that they have fucking secrets. I don't need to know what the secrets are. I don't need you to bastardize this. I don't need you to tell me anymore. Guess what? I love those three rules. I'm happy with them. I'm you know, I don't want to even know about any of that. It's magical. It's mystical. So just leave it the fuck be. Okay? I don't want to know the secrets of the Mogwai. Keep them secrets. Thank you. That's all I have to say. And right. I saw this as as a rumor. I didn't confirm it yet. Wayne, I just sent you a picture. Is there another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies in the in the works for? 23? Yes, with Seth Rogen. Like live light, uh, live. Oh, um, like yeah. uh, not Seth animation. It's huh. I have not seen that yet. Yeah, I didn't see it yet either. But I I took a picture of of the image I just sent you, Wayne, just because I knew you'd love it for one, and then. To this is what I saw floating around. So I was like, oh, is this confirmed? Yes. Seth Rogen is going to be attached to it. I don't know if it's the animated series or if there's going to be another film. But uh, my, understanding is he's, uh, I, my understanding is he's kind of taking over the whole helm for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which, you know, fine. Whatever. He, he's, he, you know, Seth Rogen's good. Yeah. He's not great, but he's good. So, uh, but I have to, I do have to say he is one of the, executive producers for the boys which i absolutely yeah. love so if we're going to see anything in that realm then hey i'm i'm all i'm all for it and supposedly they're going to go back to a darker story and focus on them being teenagers so hey we'll see how it goes but cool. anyway any other things that we want to talk about be- with comic-con related before we uh, move on to orange bugaboo fact of the week one of the new, new favorite highlights of the show you know, let me just wrap it up really quick um, by saying uh, day one, I was disappointed on the lack of uh, uh, studio presence there. In years past, I, I felt like there was just more of it. 
Um, and I sent the guys a text that, you know, like, oh, man, this might be my last con. I'm just kind of disappointed. Uh, day two <laughs> was much more fun for me um, doing the stuff with the kids. And I think now with proper timing, now that Comic-Con is back, studios will kind of jump back onto the whole yeah. whole thing. And um, it, it will get back to where it was. Yeah, it was the first one back from the pandemic, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and it was at least it was a lot better than uh, Comic Con at home the past two years. So, oh, those were atrocious. <laughs> I know those were atrocious, but anyhow. All right, well, we're gonna now get on to uh, everybody's new favorite segment of the week. It is now going to be the Bugaboo Fact of the Week. Oren, take it away. never gets old for me all right hey um try to keep this quick so yeah guys you know i've spoken about the largest bugs the smallest bugs the most dangerous bugs uh the ugliest bugs well i tried to change things up a little bit i'm gonna go with helpful bugs so over the next few weeks i will have a list of helpful bugs that you know can help the garden and help people um so with that being said, we're going to start with the praying mantis. Uh, Ooh, wow. You know, they're sort of ugly little creatures. But, but if you put them in your garden, they will keep all the other bugs away. So they're ugly little creatures, but they're renowned predators. So wow. if you see, if they see other bugs coming in, they'll just, you know, zap them, eat them. Well, they won't zap them, but they'll eat them up. And, uh... Therefore, Rip their heads off too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's if the female gets to the male, and they, you know, I was gonna say only the males. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, that's only right. the males yeah, after they, uh, you know, procreate and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> so and that's pretty much it. You know, they'll they control the population of the grubs, the aphids, the grasshoppers, the flies, the crickets. And All more. right, well, we're going to get on that. Yeah. I'm going to have Sarah the, put yeah. praying mantises in our garden because yeah. we need them right so now. Yeah, put them in and, and yeah. just put a bunch of those little suckers in there, and, you know, they're good to go. You know, they get rid of the and more bugs, the, the famous and more bugs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the and more bugs. The and more bugs. Uh, All right. And that's it. All so right. praying mantises, awesome. good for you, good for the planet, and uh, good to eat. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Wow. That was that took a dark turn. Good to eat. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Jeez. All right. So anyhow, um, hey, and uh, up next we're uh, <laughs> that was a great great bugaboo fact of the week, Warren. Thank you so much. Uh, now we're going to get on to some poll results, and uh, I think um, uh, we, we talked about it last week. Uh, we decided to po- pose the question to everybody on our Instagram: uh, Where does Hawkeye? F- rank on your disney plus list before you reveal the winner or loser of this poll rules i just wanted to say and i did take special note of this um while at comic-con i did see a lot of kate bishop hawkeyes as cosplay walking around the uh the area there there were a lot of them so i just wanted to throw that out there 
I know tra- because it's an easy costume to make, Brian. That's why. Are you saying because the costume's easy doesn't make the character cool? I mean, you can't get more simple than than Wolverine, you know, like jeans and a tank top. You know? so, oh, true, true. Yeah, if you're going with the Hugh Jackman, but if you're going to yeah. go with the comics, I mean, it's you're just, going you Hugh know. Jackman. Come on. Next year, if we go to Comic-Con, I'm going to be doing uh, Hugh Jackman, man. I'm going to go there, and uh, by that time, I'm going to be all jiu-jitsu'd out, hopefully, and I can <laughs> oh, look yeah. like that little monster, like, you know, and I could you know, hopefully, you know, have the beard growing, and I'll have the, the little fangs coming out of my head. It's going to be awesome, dude. I'm going to be awesome next year. I'm going to take we'll see. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> 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 all right, I'm sorry to derail you. What, uh, all right, that's all right. So um, without further ado, we asked you, where does Hawkeye rank on your Disney Plus list? And with 59% of the vote, y'all said that Hawkeye was on the bottom. Woohoo! I win! Existential crisis averted! Yay! Go me! Go me! Woohoo! Woohoo! And this was Brian's whole family voted too, and we still won! Yay! Yay me! Woo-hoo. I don't even know why you say that. They don't vote for these things. <laughs> yeah, they do actually. My yeah, daughter everybody. votes for them. Yeah, everybody. Well, but anyway, it's my daughter. It's, it was, I know. Show. I just keep teasing. I just fifty nine percent. That's but, not a slam dunk, Tony. That hey, is it's a win, a, dude. I'm gonna. I, I'm getting. It's a win. It's a win. Is it a W or what? Yeah, oh, it's a win. Yes, it is. Wait, give yourself the horns, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got there you go. All right. All right. So I win. Existential crisis averted. And you know what? We're going to be back with some old timey slang right after a word from our sponsor. Refresh. Renew. Soy cat candles are here just for you. New seasonal scents available now. Soycatcandles.com Con Men and Soycat An escape for your ear holes and your nose holes. Alright, welcome back everybody and Wayne has done it again. He's put together a list of some more old-timey slangs for us. This is part three. Wayne, what do you got for us? Well... We are going to go share it first, but Tony, I think you got to intro this this little bit, right? Yes, of course. Yes, we're going to be doing Idiots on Old Timey Slang right now. We are the Idiots on the Con. We are the Idiots on the Con. We are the, we are the, we are the, we are the, we are the Idiots on the Con. Oh my god, I forgot it. I forgot how ridiculous that was. <laughs> Yay! I did too. And it and all what, came Brian? rushing right back. So... <laughs> all right. Oh, um, man. So, uh, welcome everybody. We got Old Timey Slang Part 3. Uh, so, for god. people who have not listened to this segment, uh, I've taken a lot of common idioms, sayings that have been maybe we've taken for granted over time. And but I'm going to ask the guys. Mostly, they should know what they mean. I think we've all used them or heard it at some point in time. (laughs) Well, we'll find out. Yeah. But the more important thing is, where do they come from? How do they originate? Because obviously, it has to start from somewhere. So my question will be to kind of quiz them. Can they think, figure out or think of where did this phrase come from? All right, guys. You guys guys sound fair? You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's do this for season three, episode three. Woo! 
Season three, I'm part three. Two. All threes. Yeah. Yes. All threes. All right. The first one. Above board. You guys have heard saying someone is above board. Yes. Okay. What does that mean to you guys? So uh, I think it is actually a sailing term. Uh, to be above board is to be um, uh, basically above on deck as opposed to being down below. Uh, so above board, I think, would be somebody that is on top of uh, the ship and kind of okay. overseeing it and running the day-to-day operations there. All right. Brian? Yeah, I'm kind of uh, kind of with Tony. I think it means, like, you know, you're just keeping your head above water. You know, you might be treading or um, treading water, but uh, you're keeping your head above it. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it probably originates from, from sailing. And guess what? What? You are both wrong. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Where's the horn? Where's the horns for that one? We have that? There it is. It's actually really kind of tricky because I think Or and I were went over this list uh, the other night and, it, and we both thought the same thing, but actually it's a reference to poker. So when poker wow. players keep their hands above the table, also known as the board, that means that they're not cheating and everything's legitimate. What? It's, so yeah. it's a poker term. Poker term. Yeah. Wow. I had no clue. Wow. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the next one. Pushing the envelope. And, okay, so I think pushing the envelope, most of us know, so is like kind of like a, almost like poking the bear, put, uh, you know, kind of like instigating a situation or pressing a bit, pushing, you know, compressing hard. Does that, so that's make sure we're all on the same page of definition. But where do you think that came from, pushing the envelope? Man, I don't know about this. Um, um, I th- think it means like, passing i mean it's my literal mind passing the information on like uh you know almost like a mail carrier right you want things to go forward you you know um somebody needs to know crucial information you need to push that envelope to get it out there to get that that message sent um so it's just you know kind of like that along that line so you know i need something to happen so i need to push that envelope to to make it happen yeah along those lines i think it's somewhere uh back uh, brian i think uh Help me on this. It was uh, back in the day. I think you had couriers, and the couriers yeah. had the envelope, and you basically had to push that envelope to whoever needed to go. So it was maybe um, kind of like in Lord of the Rings when they light up the torches. You kind of see, and you know that yeah, that's the, signals, the signal, signal fire. Yeah. So you would basically run to that or person, the Howler from One Hundred and One Dalmatian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it was more of a signal, and you basically had a courier that was responsible for pushing that envelope and making sure that that envelope kept going to where it needed to go. That's what my guess is going to be. All right, you guys ready? I'm sorry, you guys are both wrong again. <laughs> Man, we're off to a great start. I know. Off to a great start. Well, this is actually if you got this, would be very very impressed because it actually has nothing to do with an actual physical envelope um rather the envelope is a mathematical one in this case a flight envelope the flight envelope of an aircraft is a measure of its airspeed load factor or altitude capability so to push the envelope would be test the bounds of safety when flying an aircraft wow i would never have guessed that (laughs) that is that's absolutely incredible that's like a top gun term right there yeah it felt like a top gun thing right (laughs) right a maverick term. All right. So beef. Saying that you got beef with someone or you're beefing with someone. Where do you think that terminology came from? 
I, the only thing that came to mind was back in the 80s, there was this chain of commercials that was like, where's the beef? It was back, it was Wendy's, it was where's the beef? There was never any beef, but then um, uh, it, once you got the beef, uh, I don't I don't know. That's the best I could come up with. Maybe when you got the beef, you got so much beef that uh, I don't know. Uh, well, it's it much older problems. than that. Much oh, older is it really? Than oh, then the 80s. Older. I don't I have no idea then. I'm way off. Go ahead, Brian. Um, obviously, you know, you've got beef with somebody. You don't like that person or maybe you've got like a feud with them. Um, um, the image of Rocky punching the the frozen beef in yeah. the in the freezers come to mind. And then I remember Back in old, you know, like, not that my family ever did this, but, you know, if, like, kids got in old shows, kids got a black eye, somebody put, like, a raw steak on, on their face. <laughs> yes. okay. So maybe maybe if you got beef with somebody, maybe it meant you got, like, a black eye, you got punched, or you're in a fight with somebody, and that, that that you know, if I got beef with Tony, maybe he's got to put a steak over that black eye or something like that. <laughs> not that we would ever fight physically. <laughs> Yeah, because Brian would kick my ass. No, 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 no. You yes, and the whole would. BJJ yeah, thing. No. You would. Hey, you dude, would, I'm in the beginning You would lay on top shit. of me and dominate me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. Woo. That right, sounds a little kinky. I'd have to tickle your rib. <laughs> Make sure you play with my saggy titties, too. So. And your old avocados. Yeah, and my old avocados in your nose. Anyway, well, anyway. am I right, Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I got yeah, beef. I'm going to need some beef after that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you guys are both wrong again. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> three for three, man. We're starting this season off. I think this is an omen, Brian. I think this is an omen. All right, but here's a go. So, beefing is obviously slang for that like, you may have uh, have issue with someone, but it actually originates back from the late eight, 19th century. Uh, so, before that, people. Um, how this was used in the 18th century, people would shout out hot beef instead of stop thief. So people would gradually become that. So that beef word beef actually became synonymous with shouting, which gradually turned into arguing. And now it's mostly used to describe a feud between two people. Wow, so they, when they're arguing, people would describe it as hot beef. Well, yeah. So hot, well, so if someone would call, yell out stop thief or someone and instead of saying that, they said hot beef. Why they say hot beef? I don't have that information. Probably for the same reason when uh, people are told, you know, like uh, it, basically to get attention rather than take attention away. So if it was stop thief, people would be like, no, I don't want to even be involved in that. But if they say hot beef, they kind of, oh, food. And since food was so scarce back then, they're like, hot beef, where? And then they would see the thief. I don't I'd know. That's... for hot beef. I'd absolutely yeah, for I hot would beef. Too. <laughs> I would too. Yes. Hot beef. Yes. <laughs> Just call. You say hot beef, I'll be right there. Right, right. Now they just need to say free hot beef. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. I'm like a superhero. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. You guys know that with our dollar or any kind of currency, we call sometimes we count it in as a buck, right? To give a buck. I, I have do- a yeah. dollar, buck a dollar. Um, where does the term buck come from? How did that come into our lexicon? I the think, only thing I can think of is maybe like with deer and uh, a buck was um, uh, maybe an exchange of currency at some point. Maybe their their antlers were worth something and it kind of, um, you know, a buck is one antler. And maybe it was just uh, another ex- uh, change of currency or exchange of currency back in the day. I mean, that's the best guess I can come up with. I think okay. it was like... Um 
think a buck is like uh, short for like buccaneer, like the old pirate currency. Oh. And, uh, you know, back in the day, that's when they were looking for treasure and buccaneers and stuff. That was like like the currency, and that just kind of stuck with the, uh, you know, because these were buccaneers who went out there to to go find this gold and this treasure. And that's how yeah. they would, they just refer to their money as that. And I think that's what kind of stuck. Those are both great answers. Oh, but guess what? Bad news. <laughs> Tony, you are right. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Right on. Oh. Right on. Wow. Good job, oh, Tony. Shoot. So, wow, yeah. I just got one right. <laughs> Brian, we're a team here. We got one right, brother. Okay, okay. Got one right. <laughs> the, yeah, so the buck harkens back to days when traders would use furs as currency. So a oh, buck wow, was a deer sweet. skin. You're awesome. right on point. Well done. Nice. All right. Um, between a rock and a hard place. Have any idea what that, where that come from? So I've obviously been hard, you know, being stuck in a rock between a rock and a hard place was like you're really in a tough predicament, right? Any idea where that may have originated from? Oh, I, I, I really, I sense this one is going to be dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I really sense that this might be dark. A rock in a hard place. Um, I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's an old Scandinavian term. <laughs> the only no, thing that I, I can uh, the only thing I can think of is it it maybe goes back to the old days where torture was involved. I'm going dark with this, and you were either on a rock or strapped to a rock, and uh, the hard place. Maybe it was a plank, or maybe it was a cross, or whatever it was. A rock in a hard place. It was kind of like a torture thing. Um, so no matter how you get out of this thing, you're, you're stuck no matter what. So, uh, I'm just going to say it is an old torture thing that has now evolved into a rock and hard place, but that's okay. the best I can come up with. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with what Tony said and I did not come up with that. I it just, just sounds good to me. It almost sounds like directions. Like I'm a minor. Uh, you know, you know, oh, okay. you know, mining for something, you know, yes. and, uh, uh, hello, I'm lost. Oh, where are you? Well, I'm, there's a rock and <laughs> there's a hard place. <laughs> I know exactly where you're at. I'll be right there. I'll drop you down That's the line. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Can I change my, my answer to Brian's? I like that one. You know what, guys? I'm going to read what? the answer to you and I want to listen to this. So some people think the, uh, that the phrase between a rock and a hard place is a kind of a sloppy reference to Odysseus. But in 1921, the phrase became a popular means of describing when miners had to go between oh! dangerous work for little or no money or, or become definite poverty or go into definite poverty back in the panic of 1907. Yes, Brian! That was, that was fucking amazing, Brian. That was fucking amazing. Dude, you were on it. You were on it. That was no, we're great. a team. We're a team. Yes, yeah, we're a team. Woo, go team. That was amazing, Brian. That blew my mind. It was like, holy totally. shit. Totally. <laughs> Where did that come from, Brian? You just were like, uh. thinking literal. <laughs> like, where would you find yourself? Facing a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Um, how about this one? Humble pie. When you someone gets a serving of humble pie, uh, obviously, uh, kind of, where do you think that comes from? Yeah, you got to eat your own words. It, like, there's that saying, like, eating crow. Crow's not supposed to be very, you yeah. know, good. So, you know, uh, 
Obviously, like, so it's like kind of, a kind of reference for like a metaphor for humility, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you um, maybe you said something you shouldn't have, or you know, just got to own it. Got to own it. Got to take responsibility. Let me eat this down so we can move on. So, um, you know, it's supposed to be something that's not not tasty. It's supposed to kind of be gross right. and uh that's the the the, the taste that's going to leave in your mouth for saying something stupid i i think um i think this goes back to the kings and queens back in the day they would have tasters and these tasters were responsible for uh eating all of their food to make sure that it was not poisoned so when you're eating humble pie i i think if you if you're the one that created it and they're making you taste it, uh, you would basically get a, a, a taste of your own medicine, so to speak. So I, I think it was something that had to do with the kings and queens back in the day. Uh, you guys are close, but not quite. So let me read this okay. one. Okay, um, obviously it means for like humility, metaphor for humility, humility. Um, but humble, humble pie used to be known as humble pie, which is a pie filled with the innards of game. It was a food oh. for servants and other people of lowly stations. Oh, wow. wow. So you're close okay. along those lines. Tagus. Like, yeah. That's yeah. 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 Tagus. Tagus, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that, wow. All hmm. right. Haywire. When something's gone haywire, means something's out of control or something what crazy would happen. But where does the term haywire come from? Um, is that the wire that they use to bundle up hay? You know, like uh, again with uh, your literalness, right? Yes. Um, I mean, what's that like, like baleen wire and um, just you know, like yo, know, haywire is almost like bob wire where it kind of splinters out to, to hold on to the, all the, the bundles hey. and stuff. So, you know, um, I think it's not straight, it kind of goes off in all different directions, it's very chaotic and. Um. Yeah. So when something goes haywire, it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of got some chaos behind it, and I think that it's, I think literally it's actually wire that holds hay, <laughs> holds bundles okay. of hay. Uh, that I, that makes complete sense with me. But uh, maybe haywire, maybe it was used in explosive devices, and maybe when things go haywire, things kind of explode. And I I don't know. It's it, it to me it seems like it was a conduit of some type. That was used to create some kind of havoc. Well, gentlemen, Brian, you are absolutely right. Oh, Brian again. Sorry, sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. Well, Brian, hay wire for awesome. <laughs> exactly what it is. It's a wire that was used for hay bales, which happens to be very springy and hard to maneuver. So hard to control. There you go. <laughs> Well, well done, man. You're, you're nice, getting, Brian. You guys are you guys are making a comeback here. All right. Nice. Balls to the wall. <laughs> balls to the wall. <laughs> that actually has a saying somewhere, huh? Oh, so, balls to the wall. Yes. So when um, so when something is going balls to the wall, it obviously means that you're going full throttle or going 100%, 10%, whatever, right? Where do you think that term came from? I'm going to say this has to do with crash test dummies. <laughs> I don't know. It's just you. You're going. They're basically there, and they have to go fast and balls to the wall. I mean, you're just you're crashing. Their heads are balls, and they kind of. I don't. To me, it's the crash test dummies. That's all I can come up with. I know I'm way off on that, but balls to the wall. That's what makes sense to me. 
Oh, man. Obviously, that is like you're going to give it your all. You're going to lead that charge. I think it's probably more medieval. Cannonballs firing at the walls of the castle, you know, to for that charge. Oh, or yes. catapults, you know. Yeah. You know, stuff to, to the, the wall. Right. And that's that's we're going that way. Everybody charge. Open fire. Throw your balls to the wall. Let's yeah. do it. You know. I like your guys' answers better than the real answer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Crash test stuff. So are we answer. wrong? <laughs> you're wrong, unfortunately. You're wrong. Uh, uh, Brian's was fantastic. That yeah. was a great answer. So balls the wall. Actually, it's almost a literal in the sense of full throttle. I was trying to give you guys a little bit of a hint. The balls are being discussed are the balls on top of the levers that are controlled that controls the plane's throttle. So oh. among other things. So if a pilot oh. pushes the balls to the wall, that means they're going all out. So again, another Top Gun term. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, nice. All right, all right. Let's see here. What else we got? We got a couple more here. Mm, down to brass tacks. You guys ever heard that one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So brass tacks means you know it's down to the hard facts, right, or something like that. Um, so what do you think that came from? That phrase. Um, probably sometime during war, right? I mean they. They needed to tax everything for like war bonds and uh, oh, tax. T a c t. Oh, oh. T a. So sorry. T a c k s. Tax. Down to brass tax. Oh, is it? I oh. always thought it was brass tax. T a. Me too. I've, I've been no, saying no. it wrong my no, whole life. T a. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was tax. Down like, to brass like, tax. Like I always money. thought it was tax. No. I had no clue. Yeah, like, oh, really? like, like those little thumb pins, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it. it Wow, I always thought brass tax was like I taxes. It was money. Like been, I know, me too. Wow. Okay. I, I'd always like, associate it with taxes. <laughs> oh my God, we've been wrong this whole life. I wonder how many people in our audience have thought the same thing. Well, there's that two right is here. actually just that's mind there's blowing to me. <laughs> um, is it just us two? Gosh, yeah, probably. I think I now, think it's, down to brass tax. I think oh, now geez. it's an attention to detail. I think um, you know brass maybe for like brass rivets. You know, okay. if yeah. they, they needed to a be military kind of, term. Yeah, maybe for like planes or ships, they needed to be smooth. Um, if there are any kind of burrs or, um, you know, they kind of bubbled up a little bit, that's going to affect the performance of whatever machine that it's on. I think it comes down to details. I think that's what it means. I think, I think so, too. Uh, being in the military, I know that when we did our inspections, our tax, uh, you know, whatever buttons that we had on our uniforms right. needed to be brassed. They needed to be – they were brass and they needed to be polished. They needed to be um, impeccable so that when you're standing in inspection – that uh, you look as squared away as possible. Um, so to me, I think it is it now knowing that yeah, that now context, knowing the proper it, yes, <laughs> the proper way. I think it's basically a way to make sure that you're um, you know um, you're paying those attentions to detail on your your brass that is on your uniform. Well, unfortunately, you guys are wrong, but those are really good <laughs> answers, though. I really like them. Fuck. But hey, well, first off. Now you know what the actual phrase is. Yes, I, I had no idea. I thought it was taxes. Right. I okay. What did you learn taxes. at 40 in your 40s? <laughs> <laughs> tax. So yeah. supposedly this phrase was, has its origin from when merchants used to keep tax nailed on their counters as a guides to measure things. So, oh. for example, for fabrics and wow. such. So, so when you're finally ready to get down to brass tax, it means you're fi- finally done and deciding what you wanted and you're ready to cut the fabric and actually do some business. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I like that answer, too. Yeah. Boy, man, I'm, my mo- my mind's so blown that it's not your taxes. 
Yeah, me too. I, just, I, I swear to God, that's like the most mind blowing thing I've heard. Like I think me all too. day or all week. All right, let's see. What else do we got here? I think we got. Hold on, I'm gonna put the waiting music on myself. <laughs> Kid McHugh. All right. You guys heard of Parting Shot? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So in this today's world, a parting shot might be something where a final insult is tossed at the end of a fight that you assume was already over. Okay. So now, where do you think Parting Shot came from? This, to me, reeks of duels. Basically, it's uh, you would have a duel and you're only supposed to have one shot. And a parting shot would be that that cheater that would use the second shot to kill somebody. Uh, you thought the duel was over, but oh, unbeknownst to you, somebody's got another round. And uh, to me, that's what it is, a, a duel uh, term. You ever see those, those people who are like maybe like scrapping in like the old West movies, like in the middle of uh, town square or something, and that, sh- you know, the sheriff somebody comes out and fires a yeah. shot into the air to split them up to kind of startle them? To split oh, them up, to part them. Yeah, you know, yeah. So maybe that's a parting shot, or that's just the last shot that everybody takes before you leave the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here. Yes. Good luck in war, everybody. Down yeah. the hatch. Parting <laughs> shot. Yeah. There you go. Once again, great answers, but incorrect in this case. Oh. <laughs> Man, Wayne, I just I, I need to just say, Wayne, you have. This list is awesome yeah. because I mean I'm, we're learning so much and I I'm so glad we're doing this again and you you and Orin have picked the the cream of the crop this time and it's it's amazing. Well, let's see. For this part parting shot, well, thank you for that. But parting shot yeah. was originally known as Parthian shot. The Parthians who lived in an ancient kingdom called Parthia had a strategy where they would pretend to retreat, then the archers would fire shots from horseback. So Parthian sounds like. Uh-huh. Enough like parting, which eventually became parting shot. So they would wow. shoot them in the back as they're leaving? No, so that basically they pretend to retreat, so they run away. But as they're running away, went, just kidding. Oh, we're the, oh we're shoot they, turn they shoot the, back. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's so against it, the rules. It was a, it was a <laughs> <laughs> no, Not in love and war. You've heard that rule. I'm just kidding. All is fair in love and in war. All right. Last one, guys. Blockbuster. Okay, so Blockbuster, for in today's terms, especially we're just talking about Comic-Con, is a big-budget Hollywood movie. But where do you think that term originated from? Um, the, only, the first thing that came to, to mind is uh, how many times have you gone to a movie? Back in the day, you would go to a movie or a, a big event, and there was a line around the block. So you knew you had a hit based on... A, the block being busted, so to speak. I mean, there was no traffic you can't get through. You basically, uh, you knew you had a hit on your hands when there was a line around the block. That's the best I can come up with. Uh, Blockbuster, I think it's like a banking term. You know, banks were like, back in the day, you know, big, you know, concrete, steel, whatever, they almost look like blocks, right? So when you broke the bank because it made so much money, that was a Blockbuster. All right. Gentlemen, unfortunately, you're wrong on the last one here. (laughs) But 
those are fair answers, but the, the where it came from actually originated from World War Two. Uh, basically, when the given to the massive bombs used by the British, and basically what happens? These bombs weigh up to what twelve thousand pounds, and it could eviscerate an entire city block. Oh wow! Advertisers then took the word and used it to describe a massive movie that would do anything but bomb. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's funny that you know. they use a bomb term. <laughs> I know, I know, for a blockbuster, it kind of makes sense if you yeah. think about it. It's just like, oh, wow. Dark. That's I've dark. learned a lot this morning. <laughs> I know. We learned a lot. This has been a, a fun episode. So I guess that's it, right, Wayne? That's it. Well done, guys. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Orn, for p- compiling this list. Uh, we learned a lot of things today, and that brass tacks. I'm still. I'm going to oh be talking gosh. about that for weeks. I'm going to let everybody know that I've got like you're saying I've got it wrong. people you're coming over tonight. Wrong. Yes, exactly. I'm going to say, did you realize? And they're going to say, what? So that's going to be that's going to be a. It would be a, funny. Um, we'd be like, yeah. Well, who else would think of it's not brass? I know, tacks? right? I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it to my wife, and she, you know, like she would have known all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I have a feeling that's going to be the same thing. But anyhow, uh, in closing, hey, Oren, yes. where can everybody find us on our social media platforms, sir? Everybody, you can find us Facebook, The Knowledge of Nothing, Instagram, at The Knowledge of Nothing, Twitter, at The Conman One. And um, as always, if you want to contact us, you can do that info at The Knowledge of Nothing. We would love to hear from you. And thank you for listening. We love you. Sweet. And, hey, before we call it a show, Brian, anything else that you would, would would like to impart on our fans for the week? Oh, my gosh. Just uh, thank you all for listening, for your support. I am still blown away in how much we learned about ourselves, you know, about these old-timey slangs. Oh, man. How how did you guys do? You know, did you guys think the same thing Tony and I did? Please let us know. Anyway, thank you for listening. We had a lot of fun. We'll catch you next time. I'm trying to think uh, of something witty to say. So, um, <laughs> I can't think of anything. I, I'm uh, okay. So, if if uh, hey if hey if your brass tacks are saggy, <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now, dude. I'm I'm like a, I I'm I'm, a, I'm out of something. I, I just I don't have any. Uh, I just say you know what? Uh, saggy boobs are are great boobs. This is the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I uh, I don't safe. know. Expect you know what? When it comes down. to saggy boobs, expect spillage. That should be it right there, right? Brian, uh, your your look is just uh, dazed and confused. <laughs> I, I'm just always fine. amazed where the show takes us. I mean, if you really me, yeah. listen to the show, you'll get the brass tacks of everything that we're trying to say. And yes. you yeah, may okay. think that we are going along the straight and narrow, but it will haywire from here and there. And who knows where we will end up. Oh my gosh! You just have to listen to the whole show. <laughs> oh, I like the haywire comment. Uh, <laughs> all right, so thanks. Well, well done, gents. Well done. Jeez. <laughs>